It's a new month and a new frequency, along with a new energy that's different from what we've had in the past few months, even though we have some strong energy aspects in October, including our friend, the Saturn Uranus Square, and we have an eclipse. October is a month of challenges and blessings, and we will see more of the energy gaps between dark and light and much more multidimensional integration. No matter what appears to be going on in the world, the light always prevails over the darkness. The spiritual pilgrimage energy of September carries over into October, but this is more than trudging ahead, trying to put one foot in front of the other, hoping that eventually everything will work out. We are in for some big changes in October, along with some release from the limitations of the past few months when we had all of that retrograde action. That changes this month, so hang on to your hats and buckle up because October promises to be a joyride. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. I am so glad that September is over. Some months are harder than others. And September was one of those long months with one OMG event after another. We have to ask ourselves, if we're so far ahead on the Ascension journey, why isn't it being reflected in what's going on in the planet? It is, but we're looking for more examples of what we believe are evidence of the light when we really need to be celebrating the revelation of the dark. October's a mixed bag of energy, up and down, tough and easy, with more reveals and truth, and its theme is AIM, Align, Integrate, Master, and its message is to rev it up. Our invitation to take a step forward and move out of our own darkness enough to step into the light. October is a juggling act with a wide variety of energy movements, and we are in the center ring. October promises some big excitement with a long list of energy shifts. And as I write this, we've already had two X-class and three M-class solar flares in the last 24 hours, and the energy is building. We get some relief as Mercury goes direct on October 2nd. And some of the heavy retro energy begins to shift as early as October 8th when Pluto goes direct. For the next three months, we're going to be catching up on opportunities and seeing the potential ports opening up again after a long dry spell. It's time and we're ready. 
The spiritual pilgrimage energy of September continues in October, reminding us of our journey of initiation into spirit. This is our life purpose, or to say it more accurately, the purpose of our life. I know the term finding your life purpose has a lot of emotional cachet, but we need to focus more on the soul mission aspect of our lives and less on life purpose because it's the soul mission we came to accomplish. Our life is the purpose of that mission's fulfillment. And as an aside here, when you hear someone talking about finding your life purpose, please give them a miss. They really don't know what they're talking about. But this is not a time to jump into the first thing that presents itself to us just because we're so ready to do something and get ourselves out of whatever energetic logjam we're in. This is a time for purposeful action, divine movement into intentional and orderly outcomes that flow from our potential into possibilities. We can override our impatience with spiritual maturity because we know that divine timing is not concerned with time. It moves according to energy flows and vibration and frequency, and it seeks to create the most perfectly aligned benevolent outcome. What do we celebrate in October? The harvest, the bounty of nature, as we gather all the fruits of our labor from spring and summer. We are also in a position to gather our own harvest of energy, lessons, and experience into a renaissance that is a true new beginning. Not a restart, not a do-over, not even a reboot, but a total rewrite of our operating system so that we stand on a firm foundation of energetic sovereignty and self-awareness to become fully integrated within our 5D potential. It's evolution time, and we create those instructions with our vision, intention, and field of potential. October 2022 is a seven-month, 10 plus 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 2 is 7. And this is a blessing for us. Numerology describes 7 as the number of the hermit, the seeker, solitude, and introspection. I agree in part. Because seven represents the spiritual journey, the transcension process from 3D to 5D. Seven is the number of the spiritual initiate. Not as the secretive, invisible seeker, though. We've done enough soul searching. It's now time to align with and integrate the soul's energy to let our divinity rise and shine. This month's seven energy is about intention, integration, and inspiration. By the way, we had a seven month in January of this year, so that we're using our spirituality in a powerful, forward-moving way. Personally, I'm not into lengthy meditation. I get bored and fall asleep. And this kind of spiritual energy is perfect for me because it's motivated, invigorating, and it rewards action. We just finished a six-month, which is the descension energy. Anytime we have descension, we have to take the energy through the process of alignment, integration, and mastery and manifestation, which in my Becoming 360 program, this is my aim for all formula, which is transcension. Then we move into ascension. Part of that process is personal and internal. But in October, we have to move out of the personal energy retreat model where we close ourselves off to focus on using energy for healing 
and complete that process to start our engines and get onto the track. We need movement this month. Not huge leaps of faith into the unknown, though. This is the congruent forward movement taken by those who move with confidence, clarity, and purpose. I have to be honest with you. There are times when I watch what's going on in the world and wonder, what's the point of trying so hard, holding energy, shining the light, and focusing on the ascension path? I know many of you have had those moments too. Everything seems to be sliding down the side of the cliff faster and faster, and so many people just don't seem to be aware or notice there are some huge problems in the world. But then I'm reminded of the energy gaps and how we're seeing the dark because we're in the light. I'll have a random conversation with someone who wants to talk to me because they notice my light and energy. And I know that this is what it's all about. One person at a time, one conversation at a time, one light at a time. And with millions of us doing this every day, we are a movement to be reckoned with. Ascension is working and we're on track, even if it doesn't always feel like it. I know it's hard to keep moving forward. We don't seem to be making progress, but we are. And now more than ever, we just need to continue with our Ascension journey and not let the dark's perversions distract us from our soul mission. In October, we have more of the ongoing Saturn-Uranus square that has been a dominant energy since early 2021 and continues through the end of the year. We've had several tough aspects since 2019, and this is one of them. October features the square all month, and it's exact for the first three weeks. But its impact and influence will lessen by November as Saturn turns direct and starts moving away from its proximity to Uranus. The biggie this month is Pluto's direct motion in Capricorn as its final pass through that sign, and that last happened from 1762 to 1778. Notice the real transformation happened at the end of Pluto's Capricorn transit. I think we're going to see that happen again this time. We had a U.S. and global Pluto return in February 2022, and we'll have one more on December 31st, 2022. This is a monumental paradigm shift for humanity, and the same spirit that launched the revolution against the tyranny and domination of absolute monarchies is working to repeat that effort. Notice what is happening around us. This is the light at work. 5D integration grows every day. Also remember that chaos is a byproduct of the 3D paradigm disintegration. And for those who are pretending doom with Pluto's entry into Aquarius in 2023, I have to remind them to look at the historical record. During Pluto's transit of Capricorn from 1762 to 1778, the movement was building to move away from the tyranny and subjugation of the monarchies into self-determination. Then, when Pluto went to Aquarius in 1779, the real work of building the systems, building the communities that would achieve the aims of the Declaration of Independence, which was signed in 1776, were put in place. Pluto was last in Aquarius from 1778 to 1798. 
And for all of you who have personal planets in Aquarius, you've been having a tough time since 2021 because you have a Saturn conjunction. I wrote about this on my Facebook page because I'm impacted here. I have three planets in Aquarius and this has been one tough period for me. Also, if you have planets or points in Scorpio and Taurus, you have a Saturn square and that's not an easy transit either. And those with Leo planets and points have a Saturn opposition, which is another challenging aspect. The good news is that Saturn is moving out of Aquarius in March 2023, and with its multiple retrogrades, it has already crossed your degrees several times, so when it goes direct on October 23rd, you may be ready to have learned Saturn's lessons and start taking actions. If you have late Aquarius degrees, 25 to 30, you're going to get a Saturn pass over your planets or points now, but only one, and then you'll be finished with it for another 30 years. Saturn was previously in Aquarius in 1991. What were you doing then? Because those lessons, soul wounds, and karmic issues are coming up around again for you. Saturn cycles are always tough because they connect to us at our most vulnerable places and challenge us to heal, attain wholeness, create energetic congruence at a new level, and then move on. 1991 was the beginning of the rise of the technology that was eventually going to become the public community of the internet. It was also the early stirrings of the tech boom that would change the world's way of communicating and connection. Aquarius rules technology, so this Saturn placement is timely. As we move into 2023, we're going to have to make a choice. And this is the Pluto message here. Our spirituality will either be focused on humanity as being part of the Internet of Things, or we will fully embrace our Christed awareness and become fully integrated divine humans. This is what so much of what we're seeing today is all about energetic sovereignty or energetic enslavement. Sound familiar? Here we come back around to 1776, and we have to choose our own path, as will every person. How far have we come in our ascension journey now? I find it's helpful to refer to the monthly energy reports, which I first began writing in 2007 or 2008. I created the concept of the monthly energy report, something that others have copied from me. But the original monthly energy report originated here with me writing them every month and my readers who found them to be very accurate and helpful in knowing the month's energy movements. Let's take a look back at the monthly energy themes of 2022. January's theme was discernment with a power to the people vibe. It was also the month we began a new ascension cycle that I called Ascension 2.0. February's theme was freedom and self-awareness. And we had a lot of solar flare activity, the Chinese New Year, and a big, and a big personal empowerment portal. March's theme included awareness, alignment, acceptance, and acknowledgement to help us make decisions about our karmic journey. April had two big themes, repossession of our energy and rise and shine, which encouraged us to reclaim the energy we've ignored, shared, given to others, and limited, and use it to raise our vibe. April also featured the rare Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces 
an aspect that happens every 151 years and always heralds a spiritual awakening. May's theme was self-awareness, self-confidence, and self-reliance, and another opportunity for us to repossess our energy and to use it wisely and well. In June, we had the themes of accelerated ascension, which also means accelerated disintegration and chaos. Both are byproducts of the ascension process. And also notice in June, we started the big retrograde periods, further enhancing that energy of disintegration and chaos. July's theme was energetic freedom with karmic booms, releases, and a focus on energetic sovereignty. August themes were intentional action, motivation, movement, and mastery, and taking divine action. The energy theme for September was, it's time to shine, and an opportunity to acknowledge how we have hidden, dimmed, and blocked our lights long enough. We are ready to go and to glow. Notice how much self-awareness has come up as an energy theme this year. Since 2005, I have pointed out the difference between the terms consciousness and awareness. Consciousness is a physical state and awareness is a multidimensional state. This fits our ascension paradigm of moving from 3D polarity to 5D multidimensional duality, where duality is the ability to hold both 3D and 5D energy. Self-awareness is more than acknowledging ourself. It is being aware of ourselves as multidimensional beings, as our fully integrated spiritual and human selves, the self, small s, and the self, big S. Now we're in October and the final quarter of 2022. If we're going to start something new, now is the time to do it. This month may include some stark revelations about global situations, but remember that the more we become aware of the darkness, the stronger, brighter, and bigger the light that is allowing that density and darkness to be seen. Since May, we've been experiencing a growing retrograde presence culminating with seven retrograde planets in September. That is a lot. That retro focus releases in October although Mercury is in retro till October 2nd and in shadow retro until October 18th. Mars goes retrograde at the end of the month, just in time for Halloween. Pluto goes direct on October 8th, which is a huge blessing. And Jupiter enters Pisces in its final connection to Neptune for another 151 years. This won't be an exact conjunction, as it was on April 12th, but Jupiter in Pisces is a big blessing. The full moon on the 9th is in Aries, and it's going to offset some of that tough Saturn energy we've been experiencing, especially those of you who are really feeling the Saturn transit to Aquarius. It also touches Chiron, so watch it bring up some of that wounded healer energy. Then on October 25th, we have a new moon eclipse in Scorpio, which is the first part of an eclipse cycle whose counterpart on November 8th at 16 Taurus and is conjunct Uranus should be very interesting, especially since it's also the date of the U.S. midterm elections. With all of this activity, how are we going to handle the energy downloads, the shifts, the challenges, and what's going on in our personal lives 
as well as what's going on in the world. Our work is so important, and it appears that we now have to work harder, longer, and more to keep everything on track. No, we don't. The seven energy of October is not the spiritual journey of the hermit. It's the ongoing integration of ascension energy. And we are just going to have to become more efficient at aligning with, integrating, and mastering and manifesting energy. This is our focus in October. Don't think about it in terms of how we help others. This is about helping ourselves first and foremost. One of the reasons we don't feel that we make progress is that our energy is so diluted. It's spread so thin and we're so distracted by the dozens of things going on around us that we don't have the energetic bandwidth to focus on our own energy and our own energy needs. I know what's going on around us is important, but we won't overcome it by trying to take on yet another dozen energy assignments. Instead, we need to focus on what's important, which is ascending our own energy space, focusing on our little place in the world. This is about setting our priorities, and that's one of the key lessons in my Energy Boundaries program. What is the most important? And it isn't always the thing that's screaming the loudest for our attention, although that's what we try to take care of first. It reminds me of when I went to my daughter's house a few years ago when my youngest grandchild was a baby. I think she was about 10 or 11 months at the time. It was the day after I had arrived and I went to the kitchen to have breakfast. All the children were up. My daughter has 12 children. Most are adopted or foster children. And they were all hungry. Everyone was talking at the same time. The baby was crying in her high chair. And my daughter was trying to fix breakfast for the children while also trying to fix the baby's food. And it wasn't succeeding. My granddaughter loves yogurt. So I put some in a bowl and started feeding her while her mother finished in the kitchen. I told my daughter to go sit down in the living room and enjoy a cup of coffee, and I would feed the baby her breakfast. She did so and returned 20 minutes later, looking refreshed and a lot less stressed. And the baby was now fed and smiling instead of hungry and grumpy. My daughter just didn't have the attention span or capacity to take care of everything, so the priorities, such as feeding a hungry, demanding baby, had to be made. And asking for help and letting someone help was the only way to get everything done. We can't do it all by ourselves either. And our focus this month has to be on us and our priorities. What is the most important now? When we were all light workers, the light work was the work, of course, but times have changed. Now we're light beacons and our job is to shine. And that doesn't involve as much work. Enough people are awake and looking for the light. Let yours be the one they see. The most important task now is our own ascension path, our peace of mind and heart, and our joy. And as you've heard me say many times, ascension is a relay race, not a marathon. There are many people who need to take their laps around the ascension track, who need to add their energy to the process, and we need to step aside and let them make their contributions of energy and effort. We may have started the race, but we don't have to be the ones to run the final laps. There are plenty of people who can and want to do that. 
We've come a long way since the earliest days of our Ascension Awareness. I can't believe that I've been the leading presence in this effort for 20 years. I've seen many people come and go. Quite a few are now sharing their energy from the other side. And I'm still here. In fact, we're all still here. Those who have committed to see this through to the victorious finish, those who participate from any point in the game, on the field, the sidelines, or in the bleachers, we are all united by a common point of light, our desire to achieve victory for the light, and to see this ascension cycle reach its goal. In October, we have to learn to balance a lot of different energies But that doesn't mean we have to juggle a growing pile of multiple items like a circus performer. We need to become more efficient at releasing what is no longer aligned with us to manage our own priorities. To consider our own journey into integrated 5D instead of making sure everyone else is on board for that. And to become more self-indulgent when we know we're tired and need a break and to manage our ascension journey from our energy lane. Everyone gets their own ascension point. It's not a contest. There's no standard of performance or completion. The best way to use October's energy is to follow your guidance and intuition. Learn to let go of what is wanting to let go of you and assess your options and choices. Consider new things you haven't considered until now. And let the light into your own life. Sometimes we're so busy lighting the ascension path for others that we forget to shine the light on our own path. Your car's headlights allow other cars to see your car in the dark. And more importantly, they light the road so you can see where you're going. Shine on and keep your lights bright. Have a wonderful month. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.